delighted to have you in the podcast where all stories are welcome and the masks come off. Hi Vivek. Hi Shiva, it's good to see you. It's lovely to see you and thank you so yeah. much for accepting to have a chat with me, a soul brew with me. Welcome to Coffee and Soul and uh, delighted you. to have you here. Thank you. I'm cheating a little bit because a few years ago I made a few lifestyle changes and I decided I should stop drinking as much coffee as I did. Okay. So I now I now drink I now drink vast amounts of green tea, but that's what I've got in my oh, cup. That's so fantastic. It's yeah. your favorite brew and whatever that is that works that works. Yeah. Well. No, I mean I love I love my coffees, but now it's a treat. I yeah. sort of allow myself a nice espresso <laughs> after a good meal or something like that. Sure. But, uh, sure. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. So I'm. Um, uh, you have your cup of green tea with you. I do. Okay. So we'll just I'll just pour myself my coffee. Yes, I think all of my soul brews is not complete unless and until I have the sound of the coffee. Uh, absolutely. Yes, well, <laughs> cheers. Cheers. <laughs> yes to life. If I um if the cup is not too hot, if yeah. if I can I ask you to just nestle that between your palms yeah. and just sit back. <laughs> That's 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 pretty much what I that's pretty much what I do. Anyways. What you do, okay, super. Yeah. So just carry on with what you do, and if you can just sit back, relax, and yeah. okay, yeah, with the cup in your hand, and and see if there's any anything that comes up for you. You can just close your eyes and relax. Okay? Any um, sounds, flavors, sights, anything that comes up. For you. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, I have to say, I'm lucky because where I sit, where where I where I sit here, we've got the garden. Uh, just just outside the window here, and yeah. I can sort of hear the birds and stuff like that, which is also a bit of aircraft noise, which is not quite as attractive. <laughs> but uh, it's it, it is rather nice when you sort of shut your eyes, and then it's the bird sound which uh, yeah. sort of yeah. flows yeah. through. Yeah. That is uh, that is wonderful, Vivek. I do see that there are a lot of instruments. Are we sitting in some kind of a studio? Is this something that uh... this, this is this is my this is my office. Uh, this is where I mean you're now in sort of lock, the lockdown world. This is where I spend my days. Yes. But uh, yeah, a few years ago I started. I've been playing the guitar for since I was in college. Right. And my son is now is now a professional musician. And uh, thanks to him, we ended up getting all this sort of super software on my computer and all this stuff. Great. Yeah. And uh, I said, well, let me try my hand at uh, songwriting. I did. And I found, uh, I don't know if I'm good at it. I mean, I certainly enjoy it thoroughly. So I started writing. I started writing and then being able to record uh, record the songs on the same computer. So this is my, yeah. So now it's my office and a recording studio, if you like. That's but fantastic. It's, uh, that is so not, amazing. Yes, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Um, no, I was saying it's not soundproof or anything. So when you hear my songs, actually, mostly it gets buried in the tracks. But if you uh, listen just to the to the you'll hear sounds of the dogs barking in the background or someone saying, hey, are you ready for lunch or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's all there in the mix. I, and, I, and I totally, I, I kind of resonate with that because that's the principle I use in soul brews as well, that I'm not going to cut out sounds of life or ambient yeah. noise because it's exactly. part of the whole thing, you know? So, it is. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so um, I'd love to hear, I've listened to some of your songs actually on yeah. LinkedIn and... Uh, yeah, well, if I, have the, if I have the chance to do a plug, I now have, I think I have, I think it's 13 albums up on Spotify and... Uh, Wow. So if anyone wants to just listen to it, I mean, if you look, I mean, I'm under my own name. So, so just tell us about it. I'm sure people will plug in. Uh, so it's Vivek well, Gold. Just, just, 
if you just go on to spotify or youtube music or uh, any of the major streaming channels apple music uh, listening just look up vivek goel and you all my albums will come up and uh, yeah and you sort of see a little bit of a musical journey because in the the first few ones was just a guitar and the first album is just a guitar and 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 my and vocals mm-hmm. and then over time as i've got more comfortable with the software and with all this stuff uh, it gets a little bit more complex i suppose would be uh, the thing <laughs> the, the 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 songs themselves are just whatever comes into my head at the time and i sort of i'm fortunate i tend to sort of churn them out maybe one every couple of weeks or three weeks or something is i think my roughly my average uh, so um, yeah it's just i mean over over lockdown it slowed down a little bit because i think there's less external experience to yeah. be able to write about yeah. because so there 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 fewer ideas that pop because you're working in a smaller in a smaller environment correct um, correct but uh, yeah but it that's so that that's what all these uh, well that's some amazing to, I, yeah. i never knew this when you know we we were connected and talking to each other about 10 years ago that's what we that just was, realized that was about it yes about yeah, it. yeah when you were in india and you were heading pearson at that time right that's right yes yeah. it was yeah. yeah and we'd spend some time together and i had no idea i well i did you did talk about music but i had no idea yeah. that this was such a i mean it would it would um, turn into this well, did you know it did you know that no, this no not at all i mean i used to i used to i used to play other people's songs because yeah. you know the, the sort of usual stuff that you do in mostly at drunken parties and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no this is something that i only i only started doing about 3 or 4 years ago so what was and, the trigger uh, the trigger was actually just the fact that uh, i mean that i had the opportunity was there because i had the software and i had the, i had the equipment to be able to record myself yeah. and um, so i didn't have an excuse not to do it and uh, that was it because otherwise i mean I, i'm i'm sure there are a million songwriters out there um, but quite often if you don't have the if you don't have a way to put it all together uh, then it's uh, then it's it's a talent that doesn't get uh, that doesn't get expressed so uh, yeah Yeah, I, I just had the opportunity and I said I took it so that was oh, that's uh, wonderful you know, following yeah. your passion in this manner and then being being so creative about it you know just 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 taking it forward I think that is amazing you continue to yeah. do your day job right really I continue to do my day job I left uh, I so so from the time we um, from the time we worked together I then moved uh, with Pearson to the UK mm. um i was actually following my i was a trailing spouse my wife got a very cool job in the uk and i said okay i'll come along and uh, see what happens uh pearson were great they found me uh, uh, some really nice roles and uh, but then i left uh, pearson in uh, june 2019 so a couple of years ago now mm. and uh, started a little started a little company i thought i'd do some consulting work and all that but i started consulting with oxford university press Mm-hmm. then got offered a role as an interim managing director for one of their businesses mm-hmm. then when that finished i thought i'd go off and do a i had a i had a, a rather i i think still think it, it would have been a rather cool startup not quite a startup a scale up opportunity to work mm-hmm. with a friend who had a mm-hmm. small business which we thought we could build build into something significant mm-hmm. uh but then oup offered me the role of uh, managing director for their uk business mm-hmm. that was just too good an offer to turn down so it was uh, it's a it's a great it's a great company it's uh, you know if you're ra- running the uk operations you're really at the heart of uh, really at the heart of what uh, oxford university press does 
and it's a wonderful set of people it's a good it's an interesting market so uh, yeah so i've been i've been in this role for about actually just just over a year now i started mm. there on the first i think on the first of june last year mm. yeah and no regrets at all i mean uh, yeah lovely i mean this is this is like a dream isn't it you you've got the job that you actually seem to really love doing and you're able to follow your passion the way that you are i think that's you're blessed or oh, without without a doubt i mean yeah. i'm really grateful for uh, what life has sort of uh, offered me um it's been no it's been a, it's been a fabulous journey i mean I've, i've really enjoyed every step of my every step of my career and made lots of really good friends whom i still hold close after all these uh, years and and what i'm doing now is uh, yeah i'm doing what i love doing i'm doing what i think i'm pretty good at and um, yeah and i i we live in this i mean and just in terms of life i mean we live in this little quiet corner uh, semi rural kind of place so you step out and there are cows in the field and beautiful, uh, beautiful. So, and so so uh, so it's good to i mean there's a there, there's the pressure of work but there's all this uh, there's the music but there's also the there's also the environment to be able to just de stress and uh, sure sure yeah that's 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 fabulous tell tell me uh, if you can take me through some of your key points in life and you you already are exploring it but you know some of your defining moments like some highs some lows uh, how how has been your journey what well, what would you say about it Ooh, um what are the key points i mean i i suppose i've i've been um, so maybe if i describe the journey and then i can sort yeah. of drop in yeah. points well, as well along so i mean I, i i mean i've had a pretty checkered uh, career actually i mean i started off um, after i finished my finished from the institute of management uh i i started off in advertising and i was with lintas for some years loved that uh worked on brands i'm not terribly sure that i was uh, the first brand i ever worked on was one which was a highly controversial one it was fair and lovely right and uh, you know sort of starting you know with and but that was that was sort of my introduction to the big bad world of uh, sure. business if you like and, and fair and lovely at that time was not a controversial brand Oh, it was a. I mean, I think if, I think if you thought about it, it had its uh, it had it had its challenges, and we actually did some really, we did some really cool work with uh, where we uh, where we figured that so this might be going completely off piece. But no, no, uh, please go ahead. Yeah. But actually, the whole thing about uh, fairness was we realized that what most people want is not they don't aspire. No one aspires in India. No one aspires to a, a Caucasian fairness. Mm-hmm. No one. No one wants that. what they want is the what they what they want is actually sort of the skin that they were born with so if you were if you came from a community where you were slightly more dark skinned uh, your ideal your ideal skin tone was quite different from what the ideal skin tone for a community from a with from a slightly fairer uh, community mm. might be and uh, so we tried convincing leavers to say uh, that you know you should that we should just change the whole approach to saying it's not about being fair it's about getting back the skin that you were born with right, right. and it actually went it actually went all the way up to the the uh, hindustan lever board wow uh, but i think then they were just it was just such a big brand and they were terrified at the time to make the change uh, i i know that they're making some of the changes now and it's mm. it's 30 years <laughs> too late maybe but <laughs> at least they're making it um But anyway, then I, I, from from Lintas, I went off and joined Gillette, and I think that was the um, they were a client of mine, and they asked me if I'd come in to join their marketing team, and uh, I did. I loved it. I spent seventeen years with them. I got to work on 
I mean, you know, it was sort of a tiny little company when oh. we started, and by the time we, by the time I left, it was a sort of behemoth uh, in 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 India, and um, got to work on. At the time, we had writing instruments was part of our uh, was oh. was part of our uh, portfolio. So, I was lucky enough to launch Parker Pens in India. Okay. And uh, so I went off and spent a few months in their factory in New Haven to learn what mm. how nibs are made and what what makes pens special and got to then work in a with them with Gillette we had a joint venture with a with Luxor which is sort of a small family run business. Mm. Uh, I'd say that was one of the biggest learning experiences of my life because mm. there were there were three of us from Gillette who were parachuted into a company of 1200 which was run very much as an owner driven company. and it was a 50-50 joint venture and we couldn't we could never we could never say that you need to do this because this is how gillette does it mm. you had to you had to take people along with you you had to convince them of why this was the right way to do it mm. uh incredibly stressful but a massive uh, a massive learning opportunity uh anyway i did a i spent a bunch of time with gillette i uh, in between i went off and became a headhunter for a year because i wanted to just be i i was I just wanted to try something different, uh, sure. so I did that. But realized that wasn't for me. Went back to Gillette, um, and then the second big turning point was I think uh, I then got a I then got an offer from the Obro. Well, Gillette had got acquired, and I wanted yeah. didn't want to be part of the uh, acquired company. Uh, I got a I, I I joined the Obro group as their uh, executive vice president for sales. Right, and. Uh, it was crazy i mean I, i what i i knew hotels as a customer i right, uh, right. and and my sales and marketing experience largely had operated with very small teams who were all under my you know under sure. my nose sure and suddenly i found myself running sales for this giant company which had hotels all over the world and mm-hmm. i was having to uh, sort of you know travel to uh, travel to conferences in las vegas to convince american you know the 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 top american travel agents as to why they should use the uh, hotels and stuff right right it, it was it was it was and and it was the first time that i'd actually uh, managed anything of serious mm. scale mm. Uh, in terms of a team and in terms of a business mm. and uh, just realizing that yeah i mean i can you know i can do this as well and it gives you this sort of confidence that you can then right you can then go on to do uh, different things and at bigger scale than you have before then and and then then pearson was i suppose the last uh, big moment because it was it was a shift into it was a shift into education and i how think how was that how was that transition for you shifting into education interesting was, very interesting uh, yeah again it was fabulous because uh, you know it's it's such a and it, many of the same things i would say about oup here but i mean the the thing is that the, it's it firstly it is so fabulous to actually work in an industry where you know that you are doing good by what you do um so you know being in a mission driven environment is uh, i mean you can be a mission driven and you're in gillette but the mission was to sell razor blades now that which is a slightly different uh, order of uh, type of mission so one i think just the the what what you were doing is really really motivates and uh, secondly it's you know it it was a it was a it was a period of uh, india at the time was just the yeah. opportunity was opportunity was everywhere this yeah. is uh, i'm going back to 2008 i think is mm-hmm. when, uh, that's right yeah 
And there were, you know, so we went from being pretty much a company which reprinted American textbooks and sold them to you, to building a, you know, building a, a, a whole sort of education services business and making it more digital, making it more, uh, we were, we were growing at, uh, I want to say something like about 30% a year of a small base, a tiny base, but it, I mean that was the time where that was the time where you and I uh, got to meet and work together. Um, yes. But it was uh, so again both for sort of discovering a space in which I could, uh, in which which I loved, and uh, secondly, it was my first uh, time as a chief executive, yeah. uh, and uh, again I just I mean I loved the the breadth of what you end up doing and yeah. the fact that you just keep you bounce from talking about you know the, really the the detail of how you can make a better educational product to suddenly talking about oh you know we've outgrown our warehouse and we're looking for new warehouse sure, uh, space yeah. and uh, so it was uh, that 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 was tremendous and then i'd say from there on it's been a little bit of a it's been continuity mm-hmm. uh, more than more than more than change the OU, the, the the current oup role is uh, fascinating because i have never actually worked, even though I've lived in the UK for the last decade, um, I've never, I was always in international roles. So I was, right, uh, right. this is the first time that I was getting deeply into the UK market. And mm. uh, it, it feels, uh, it, you know, it, 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 it is uh, for me as, com- you know, coming, particularly coming from India and coming to what is not, not no longer a new country, but still a country that you don't necessarily know everything sure. in its detail getting to really understand the UK education system and the challenges that teachers and students face. And, what, and, and you know, it's, yes, it's a business, but it's also a fabulous opportunity to learn about the community and the culture how, and, uh, yeah. the culture and uh, all of that. Yeah. Um, along the way, I also managed to become a non-executive uh, director of NHS uh, mental really? health. Really? So, oh, wow. That's so, interesting. Uh, yeah. It is. It's, it's the mental health trust for Surrey, right. um, and so we deliver we deliver all the mental health services uh, mm. often with through partners and uh, but we deliver the mental health services across. That's another area where you really get to understand a part of the community that is sort of invisible. You know, when we certainly I come from a position of I mean I've lived a very privileged and mm. easy life, mm. uh, and even though I've had I mean I've had a bout with depression many years ago, but luckily I was able to uh, sort of deal with it and move on. Uh, but then when you start, you know, when you realize that no, no, it's for a lot of people, it's not that easy to move on. And it is, a, you know, a lot of the issues which people face are, are much more sort of serious than uh, what I did. So it's, 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 I know I'm speaking selfishly about my learning, but I mean, it, but just both of these have given me such an opportunity to actually understand the country I'm in and, uh, how little I actually knew in many ways of India at the time. I think I've come to understand India better because of my mm. experience here. Because, mm. excuse me, again in in India, I think I led I led a life of privilege. I I had great paying jobs. I came from a stable family. I, uh, you know, and and of course you see you know that there is a that there is that there is a massive underprivileged set, mm. uh, 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 population in India, but you can live in India without really seeing it. And in fact, it's almost a defense mechanism that to lead a happy life of privilege in India, you have to almost learn to ignore all, all of the rest of it, which I'm a, I mean, I'm not ashamed, but I mean, I, I, no, I'm a little ashamed to say that I didn't, yeah. I didn't actually sort of see any of it when I was there. I just, 
lived in my bubble and uh, and was happy and successful in my bubble now seeing it in the uk and then applying the same learning to india now when i when, i mean now i think i, I see a, I, I understand it a lot better yeah now you know you're reflecting on something that's really really important vivek and it's so true what you say is uh, we live a life of privilege and and we just don't see it i mean we see it every day but we've learned yeah. to completely whitewash it you know exactly. it just yeah. blends into the background we don't think about it i think what one of the things that happened during the covid phase is that we were forced to see it this is true this is true i think it really it really brought it home to everyone uh, mm. i thought i think demonetization first where mm. you realize how it affected uh, different mm. people uh, mm. the thing and then covid to a much greater extent you mm. realize this uh, mm. yeah and uh, you talked to me about uh, about and and you mentioned it almost in passing but thank you so much for talking about mental health talking about your own uh, dealing with it uh, and uh, you know because this conversation today is so important so important yeah. and there's mm-hmm. so many people who are now bringing it to the forefront so people feel easy about talking about yeah. it. was it very hard when you when you went through it for you to get out of it vivek or did you have to was it uh, and if you're comfortable to talk about it. no i'm happy we're more than happy to talk about it um, yes it was hard uh, i mean in in my case it was just this i've written songs about it which i can share with you but well uh, will you sing us uh, a song yeah no way no way <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> uh, no but that uh, no it, it it was it it was hard because you uh, it's something that you you know it's even even when you're going through it's you know when you have uh, when when there's something physically wrong with you there are they, one it's much easier to talk about it yeah. there's sort of the, you know people understand how to deal with it how to treat it uh, this thing and often i mean of course there are chronic illnesses but uh, but but often there are there are cures which work much faster yeah. Yeah. with mental health you never quite i mean yes there are lots of things that can help you yeah. and i was lucky that i think i i understood what i was going through early i went and met i went and met a psychiatrist early uh, we had a few sessions uh, i took some medication i was prescribed some medication which uh, which really helped me uh, sort of fight it and uh, actually i mean in my case, like i said i mean i i'm i'm really lucky because in my case i i even though the psychiatrist said you should continue with it i didn't want to be I, i i thought i was being able to cope and so i stopped the medication and i was fine and i've never looked back i mean even now every once in a while like can you know you can you can feel this sort of uh, you you can feel this thing lurking in the background but i know how to deal with it now yeah. and i know how to uh, uh, this thing so it's it's never been a it, it really it was sort of something that was a serious problem for me for about 3 or 4 months uh, and not much more than that so um fabulous and you you are blessed really and to be able to have dealt with it but that gives people who are going through it so much more strength to say you can get out of it and yeah. it's like a shadow that lives there but you can always work with it and and, and yeah. i think i think that itself is uh, you know it's like a shadow never goes away does it no exactly yeah, yeah. So, and you you kind of you kind of uh, embrace it and maybe keep moving yeah. would yeah. i be right in saying that vivek well i don't know if i don't know if with this particular shadow if i embrace it i mean yeah. it's not uh, it's it's uh, i mean i but i know how to i know how to uh, i know i know how to keep it uh, push it away and keep it uh, this totally. and uh, so yeah so it, it doesn't uh, and it i mean if i'm suggesting that it's always lurking it's not it's just that at 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 times when 
things are not going you know yeah. exactly the way you want you can you can see it sort of hanging totally, around saying, hey, I'm, yeah. I'm here and you say no get the hell out of my yeah. life yeah, <laughs> I totally it. understand yeah, yeah I totally understand you don't leave your hand on the stove longer than it's exactly necessary. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, um, so now you are in the UK and uh, and uh, uh, have been there for how long? Uh, just over a decade, actually. It was early 2011 that we moved here. Is that uh, Vivek? Is that when the chips are down and when you are? Um, is there an is there a metaphor for life? Is there something an adage or something you live by, or do you just pick up your guitar and strum your way out of it? I mean, what what uh, what 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 is it that you feel you fall back on? I, so I don't know. I mean, there's this, this is a bit. It's it may, this may sound a little trite, but there's a a line I read in a letter which Woody Guthrie, you know, the American folk yeah. musician, uh, he he'd written a, a letter to someone which there's a fabulous. It's on it's on all the social media called Letters of Note where they publish great letters from people. And uh, I saw this letter from Woody Guthrie on there where he, he says, uh, at the end of his letter, he says, take it easy, but take it. I don't know, in many ways that sort of, uh, for me, I, I'm not, um, you know, I've done, I've done well, but I don't aspire to be a millionaire or a billionaire or anything of that sort. I aspire to do good work with nice people. Uh, and that keeps me, that keeps me happy. And, uh, and you know there are there are so many opportunities that like I mean take this uh, I mean this chat uh, when you first asked me I was really, I was really sort of nervous about it because I've never done one of these and but you say what the heck I mean it's a I mean what what's the dumbest what what's possibly the yes exactly exactly so so let's so so take it but you can you can take life's opportunities and take it easy at the same time and I think you can be successful by while being a nice person and a good person and i don't know what your what what your rules on this call are about using uh, this thing, but i think there are too many people who think that in order to be successful you have to be an asshole uh, no there are no and, rules no yeah, rules okay. say whatever okay. you want yeah. yeah but but i see i see i see so much of that out there and you and you don't need to be an asshole to be a, to be successful Absolutely. you can do you can do it by being a by being a good person, by being a nice person, and uh, yeah, and maybe maybe you need to be maybe some assholes get more successful depending on how you define success, uh, but that it's not my definition. Absolutely, you know that is so powerful what you just said. Would you would would would, would this be something that you would tell people that who are just starting out or a younger? Vivek or, or is that is that a message because I think that's very powerful so many people are hearing that you have to be a particular way in order to succeed and I think what you're saying is so different and yeah. so would you is that something that would be I don't know I mean I do, I'm not trying to sort of hold myself up as a role model or something like that but uh, yeah. but, uh, but it I mean I think it's I think it's important that you uh, are clear as to what it is that you want out of life because I, I do um, find, for example, there's so many, so many really bright young kids whom you see and, and they could change the world. They could do amazing things. And then when you see, and, you know, and they, they, they will, they, they will study the most interesting topics and uh, the same, and then go off and become investment bankers. And I, I'm going to get into trouble with this because I have a lot of friends whose kids are way, way down that route. But, uh, but, you know, I mean, for God's sake, I mean, there is, uh, there is a, there is so much you can do, uh, and uh, and I think that there's a, there's a, 
there's a financial financialized world and there's a real world and the two are drifting further and further apart in many ways um and if you are bright and motivated and uh, the thing i mean I, so i so, so so i do i i'm sorry i'm coming at this in a weird way i do find that investment banking is, and there are some other professions that right, which which do tend to put a premium on uh, on being a certain personality type mm-hmm. and i think if you want to go down that route you have to conform in order to succeed mm. um and i guess what i would say to anyone and i do say it to to anyone uh, to anyone if i get the chance to say it without criticizing their choices uh, or without hurting them as i criticize their choices uh, i mean I, i i do think that that you can you can choose careers which will give you much more satisfaction they may, but they may not they may not pay you quite as much and you may not find yourself in a tuxedo up on a you know at at the met gala and mm-hmm. uh, doing that kind of stuff but it's all right i mean there's uh, that's uh, so it but when you when you're a kid i mean you i think most people have to find it out for themselves exactly uh, so yeah. i mean i i'm i'm because i i know when i was younger i was i was much more i i also believe that you had not not that you had to be an uh, an asshole but that you success looked like looked yeah. like that it was it was the size of your bank balance which defined you actually the time when I, one of the times when i really learned about this was when that year when i was a headhunter um this was 2001 and i joined conferry 2001 was we just come off the dot com crisis mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that so a lot of uh, there was there was quite a lot of turmoil it was a terrible time to be a headhunter because no one was hiring <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, but what i did find was that i would find a whole lot of people who would come to me and they had they had been let go by their company they weren't able to tell their they weren't they hadn't yet told their family they hadn't told their friends they would come to me as if i was sort of some you know a counselor to help them understand this and i would do i would play the part that i needed to play at the time but it was such a it was such a shocking thing that all these you know enormously successful people who i had who i would have aspired to be like actually that their entire self image was wrapped up in their business card and who they were and they couldn't they, they, they couldn't even communicate with their with their family and friends about uh, i mean because they felt that their family and friends would think less of them because they they weren't in that job and again maybe the world has moved on because now we everyone's got more used to being you know made redundant being uh, the same and you know so it's it's become more acceptable but yeah i don't think i i don't think i'd ever want to be only define myself by by yeah. my uh, business card yeah work is equal to identity for so many people right and yeah. and, and yeah. Uh, yeah and 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 the trappings that go with it is all part exactly. of it yeah, yeah absolutely right and uh, yeah and and so and so alternatives looking at alternatives looking at different ways of being i think um, although you say you're not role modeling it in a way you are no which is which is fantastic because uh, i i think somewhere it's very important for the younger ones to see alternative mm-hmm. success what they define mm. as success as whatever that happiness also is a, has yeah. a has a part to play in this because people yeah. are just on this wheel that they don't yeah. get off and actually are so unhappy but uh, yeah. you know, they yeah. don't uh, yeah 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 i have a, i have a lot of friends i mean again just on the on the role model front i mean i think i have a lot i have a lot of friends now who have sort of given up their corporate careers and are actually spending much more time doing you know 
giving back is uh, mm-hmm. uh, the same. I, I I think that that is absolutely that is absolutely fabulous because mm. Uh, mm. I mean I'm I'm still I'm still working in a corporate career. I mean I I may be doing it in an, in the in the space of education, but I'm still doing I'm still doing it for a paycheck partly. Sure. Um, sure. I mean, but I mean I I do think that I mean if I look at there's there's some people who've figured okay I've I've achieved what I thought was success and then spend the rest of their lives traveling the world and you know ru- running up their carbon footprint and uh, uh, being I mean really really happy lives but a very self indulgent life right and right. you have the other people who say okay I've achieved success and now I'm going to actually do something uh, for you know people who weren't as fortunate as me mm-hmm. uh, and and that that latter group i think is the one i would look up to for sure sure so um vivek what would you say have been the key influencers in your life it could be people or things or things people instances people you remember i don't know i mean i um there is also always obviously the the usual starting points of Uh, family and parents who gave you a, gave you a grounding i think i'm lucky to have had a circle of family and friends who one share the same values as uh, as i do and who uh, help to keep me real because again one of the things that can uh, that can happen as you as you go along is uh, when you're when you're really successful and you start believing how successful you are uh you need you need someone who is going to keep you who is going to keep you grounded mm. Mm. uh and uh yeah luckily my my wife and my kids and my and my friends are really good at that so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i there's there's no chance to get a sort of a, too too big a head on uh, on uh, but i i think that's uh, but no i don't i otherwise i mean i'm not sure that i have uh, you know particularly specific mentors or uh, the thing i uh, i read a lot i follow a lot of interesting people on i know twitter is a dangerous territory <laughs> but i use twitter to follow people who you know i i follow a bunch of poets and artists and uh, thinkers on there and i uh, so there's a lot there's a lot of influences which are uh, yes. Yes. which are shaping which are hopefully which are presumably shaping my uh, my my life but no i i don't know that i would have i mean you know beyond like i said the uh, that that circle of family and friends mm. uh, i don't know that i have anything particularly unique to offer in that space yeah, yeah yeah no i understand that and that itself is unique isn't it your unique uh, your unique uh, I, i believe each individual has something unique to share even though you say that you know may not have but there is a there is something that you bring that and in your own with your own particular flavor that yeah. perhaps no one else can and what do you think that is what do you think you bring to as a gift as a gift to to the people you know and uh, to life to 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 human beings i thought you i thought that question was going to end in a work type uh, thing so i was thinking on those uh, what do i bring to people in life i don't i don't know uh, i've i hope i bring i mean i think i think if it's one of those things isn't it? i mean uh, if when you enter a room people smile I think then then you then you then you then you're good. Um I don't know that I always I don't know that I always do it. Um I mean but uh, I I think I'd 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 like to believe that I that I bring a slightly calm happy aura 
along with along with me which makes people feel comfortable and relaxed and uh, and then do their and then just be themselves or be good work colleagues or be good uh, friends and it's not a particularly insightful it's <laughs> to, i have to i have to say that you know it sounds and exactly what i wanted to say to you is that it does don't um, uh, underestimate what you just said because that is it is perhaps one of the most important things is for giving a space by your being to another to be themselves it's uh, yeah. it's not uh, easy you know and it's not often what people find that they yeah. they run into so a space where people can breathe and be is yeah. a very big thing you know so if you bring yeah. that i think and i'm sure a lot of people will agree i know that that is a quality you have vic and yeah. and i'm sure a lot of people will yeah, agree okay. well, thank, thank you i will take it as a compliment <laughs> yes please do thank you yes yeah please do yeah. please do also tell me what do what do conversations like like this what what's what's the value that it brings does it does it you kind know, of I mean I think it's a for me it's a opportunity to reflect on just re- reflect on how I got here and what I what I do uh what I do here now that I'm here a lot a lot of the times I mean I I I know that if you if we'd had the same conversation say 15 years ago I may have given some of the same answers but I think they would have been uh, they would have been a little bit more trite you know it's like a it's it's like when you're playing table tennis you just yeah. you know you yeah. the ball comes in instinctively you sort of knock it back over yeah. the net but i think now it's probably happening a little bit more in its sort of slow motion table tennis because i'm thinking about it <laughs> more and i and i'm being able to sort of think about how i how i played that shot so it's uh, i think it's just it's an opportunity for self reflection and that's so that that's certainly the value i'm getting out of uh, sure. i'm getting out of it coming coming into this i had no idea what we were going to talk about so i <laughs> so so i didn't have uh, i didn't come with any expectations oh thank you so much for trusting me with this <laughs> and just walking into this conversation i really uh, respect that and value that uh is there anything else you'd like to say it's your forum uh, it's my forum wow no i think we've actually i mean in terms of describing who i am and how what i believe in and uh, this thing i think we've sort of covered we've, we've covered most of i mean actually in uh, in much both width and depth much greater width and depth than i thought we would have in uh, sort of 40 minutes um, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. no i don't i don't have any uh, great pearls of wisdom or anything to say but i mean no but thank you for the conversation i really enjoyed that but that's the whole idea is to have a conversation you know and just yeah. a conversation and and see what emerges from this so thank you so much for making the time for this week it's been great to catch up with you again and to see no, like, you know the journey no likewise thanks very much iba i really enjoyed that yeah it was very nice thank you very much and all the very best particularly with the music whoever's listening in guys go and have a listen to all the albums vivek's got out and i can vouch for it there's some great songs out there and uh, enjoy them and uh, thank you so much uh, vivek once again for your time and all the thanks you thanks you that is great thank you for your time and attention and for being a part of soul brews with shiva until next week keep the coffee swirling <laughs>